Shalom. Happy prep day. Uh, I am Lee with Between the River and the Ravens, and this is Mercy Poured Forth. Today is prep day. Like I said, it's Friday, January 27th, and I'm just so glad uh, for everyone that's here to join me today in fellowship and join me for this encouraging word, hopefully. I'd like to say good morning to Wire Wool. So glad that you're here today. And anyone else that comes in or is watching without uh, commenting, that's fine. I understand a lot of people watch on their TV. I'm glad you're here with me. It blesses me. Good morning and shalom, Oliver. So glad you're here. It's definitely been a chilly couple of days, and it's nice to have the warmth of fellowship when we're all gathered together in one place. And that is something that most of us are searching for. We need that connection with each other in the body, and and it helps us strengthen each other's armor and hold each other up where we may be weak in certain areas. James is here, my husband, lovely to have him here. It's nice to support each other. Good morning, Laura. We all need it. And it could be something as simple as just a good morning or how are you today? These are blessings that we can give each other that don't cost anything at all to just be kind, just be loving and let someone know I'm thinking about you today. So I put a prayer on our telegram group every morning when I share mercy poured forth for each of the shows that we have. We do mercy poured forth Sunday through Friday. And it is my favorite of all the presentations that we do because it really just is the word of Yah through our experiences to, to bring to you. We pray to him. What is it that he wants to say this morning and let you know? And then that is what you get is what he has pressed on each one of us to say to you as a word of encouragement. I've really enjoyed uh, Dr. Carrie Brown's uh, presentations on Tuesday morning. Each person brings a different perspective and a, a different walk of their life. And it is just Yah shining his light through the many different facets that we all are put together, you know, in those living stones that he has made us to be. So my prayer this morning goes like this. Yahweh, we praise you for your long suffering and love for us. Yahweh, we love you and worship you with every breath you have given us. Yahweh, blow us where your will today to participate in the divine appointments you have scheduled for us. Open our eyes and hearts so that we do not look over one of these appointments. Yahweh, keep our ears open to your voice in whomever you send it in as the deliverer of it. Yahweh, we pray for those in war-torn regions to protect your children under your wings and give them endurance to make it to the end. Yahweh, hear our cries for our children and family that have fallen away or that no longer seek your truths. Wake them up. Remember that they are yours and none can be taken from your hand. We believe you can clean the blood of those who are repentant from not having faith in you for their health and their well-being and chase out the fear for good. Yahweh, you are mighty to save your lost children. 
We love our Messiah, our Yeshua, and we are searching in the clouds for him. Bo Yahusha Bo. We pray these things in the name of our salvation, Yahusha HaMashiach. Amen. And that was the prayer. I'm, I'm usually woke up several times in the night to pray for different things that Yah puts on my heart that he wakes me up to do. And that was the prayer today, as we are well aware of all the events that are going on in the world. And I know each of us experience different uh, issues with family or friends that maybe just have lost their path or aren't on the path at all. And we're doing everything we can to get them back. And after we finished our our presentation last night, where we were talking about the tangled web of deceit that Satan is weaving over everything right now and how we can see the machines and engines of war that he has created, even through the simplest things of the internet or the World Wide Web. We can use it for good, though. Um, we see him and his manipulations everywhere. So he calls us, and I'm talking about Yahweh, and Yahusha call us by name, even when we forget who we are, which is easy to do in this day and age, I believe. Those that aren't completely filled and aren't don't have their feet firmly planted on the narrow path, it's easy for them to forget who they are, what your name is, right? I, I see it all around. We have people, you know, you when you briefly maybe see the news it's terrifying but you see people are even forgetting you know what they were born what what they are who they are how they are and i love the the story of the prodigal son and here we see but when he was yet a great way off his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him and that was the story of the prodigal son and I know we can all relate to that. When I was lost, when I lost the way, my Abba had plotted out for me. And that's what happens. We do. We lose what his drive is for us. We lose that path, what, what his will is for us. I went out on my own path and using my own knowledge, I forgot who I was, what my name was. When you hear about people going to search for themselves or I'm finding myself, you know, what really is happening is they need to be reminded by Messiah what their name is, who they are to the father, who they are, period. We're a child of Yah. We need to be listening for that still small voice. And these are the things I think that we can say in conversations to friends, our family, our children, those that we care about that aren't really on this narrow path walking is, especially when you hear them say things like, I'm trying to find myself, or I'm searching for who I am, or I feel lost. Well, we have got direction for you, and here it is. And I, I love the story of the prodigal son because you can use that in your discussions. Um, it's a wonderful 
parable that Messiah said, you know, and it's, it's good from all angles because you understand the one brother that didn't leave, you know, even though he was there and doing everything he was supposed to, he wasn't right in his heart because he had jealousy that the prodigal son was getting all these things. So it's a lesson all the way around for all of us. We are not to be jealous or envy um, those that have fallen away and now are back. We're to welcome them back with wide open arms, just the way that Messiah does, that our father does. What do we learn from this parable of the prodigal son, our Messiah told? You can't go too far. You can't get too dirty. There isn't a place too low. Just come home. Just come home. I'm calling you. I'm waiting at the end of the road for you. Just come home. You know, in these divine appointments I talk about, Yahweh puts people in our paths all the time. And they're an appointment set by him. And I think sometimes we have blinders on and we don't see that this maybe homeless person or this dirty person or this angry person or whatever he comes as is really your appointment and your opportunity to let them know, look, you can't go too far from him. You can't be too low. Even if you're sleeping with the swine and eating what they eat, you can't go too far from him to not be saved again, to not be able to just go home, just go home. Abba Yahweh has not forgotten your name, even if you have. And there's been points in my life where I've had to have people say, you know, go look in that mirror because I don't know who that is. And if you you can look at yourself, you'll see you don't know who that is anymore. And it was those times when I was so far lost and gone from the Father. You know, to find yourself, you need only search out Messiah. Heed his call, run to his arms and overcome. When we overcome, he has a new name for you. In Revelations 2.17, we see, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the assemblies. To him who overcomes, I shall give some of the hidden manna to eat, and I shall give him a white stone, and on the stone a renewed name written, which no one knows except him who receives it. I want that. I want to be there. I want to be that living, get that white stone that has my renewed name in it because I've been able to overcome. And the hidden manna, you know, I see that as maybe we'll be able to know all the things that we're searching and trying to find out. You know, the things people argue about and are divisive about. All those things, we're going to get the hidden manna on. We're going to have the understanding, but we have to to hold together. We have to overcome to be able to get there. We're not just going to get that information right now. That word overcome means the same to me as endurance. It's it's not anything that we're going to go, well, I could check that off the list. I did that. No, it's a thing that we do to the very end because here is the thing. At the very end, when you have overcome, when you have endured, that's when you're going to get that hidden manna to eat. And I think that's why some things are just unknown. There's no way to know 100% this, that, or the other, the things that are so divisive that people are willing to shred 
friendships and families over. It's just not worth it. It's not. And it's not what Yah calls us to do. As another reminder in Isaiah 43, 1 through 3, and I love these verses. I go to them quite often and, and it lifts me up. It makes me realize, okay, I'm okay. I'm, I'm loved and I'm taken care of. I'm okay. But now, thus says Yahweh, your creator, O Yaakov, and he who formed you, O Yisrael, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I am with you. And through rivers, they do not overflow you. When you walk through fire, you are not scorched and a flame does not burn you. For I am Yahweh, your Elohim, the set apart one of Yisrael, your savior. I gave Mitzrayim for your ransom, Cush and Seba in your place. You know, it's a reminder that we need to hear those words and hear them in his voice. Although we may not know what that voice sounds like out loud, audibly, we do know that voice from within us. It is that still small voice. And he says, do not fear for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. And he says that to each of us that are willing to listen. He even tells us when you pass through the waters, he doesn't say he's going to keep you from him. He doesn't say that at all, but I am with you. We still have to go through the stuff. We still have to have these trials and tribulations. When you walk through the fire, you are not scorched. The flame does not burn you. You will go through the fire. He's not going to protect you from the fire. He's not going to protect you from the hard times. These are all things that we have to go through. But when we have faith and believe him, he's with us. And he's called us by our name and we are his. You are mine. I hear that in my head. The times when I feel like I don't belong anywhere, you know, in our weakness, we stray away because we're human. This flesh is so weak in the moments where we are not grounded in the word of Yahweh, when we are not walking and living in obedience, that's when we lose our name and our true identity we got that. We were given that name and identity the moment that spark of life happened at our conception. I've played that on a Mercy Poured Forth before. They actually used a, a really good scan. I can't remember what it was they used, but they were able to actually see the spark of life that happens. And it's a light when can, the moment conception happens, when that sperm hits the egg and it's boom, it's starting. It's light. It's the light of the Father. We are made in the image of our Father, whom Messiah came to earth as the physical Son to save us from our own sins. It was love that held him on that tree. He could have, in a second, had angel armies wipe everyone out, <laughs> but he didn't. He knew he had to do that to save us. And all the searching for ourselves what we really are searching for is our father and he is there. He is right there in us, in our DNA. We just have to have faith and believe. 
do not lose heart or believe the lies of Satan who wants so badly to separate you from the Father. And he can't. Only we can cause that separation. Our actions, our lack of obedience, or our willful rebellion searching for something more glamorous. It's all smoke and mirrors. There is nothing more glamorous out there than the glory of Yahweh. I promise you. There's not gold or silver or diamonds. None of it. The glory of Yahweh is the most glamorous, beautiful, magnificent thing that there is. Do not believe the lies of Satan. Your happiness is, is not found in this new thing you can buy or that new car you want to drive or this bigger house. That's just him trying to make you always feel like nothing is enough. But I say that Yahweh is enough every single day. He's enough for you. He's enough for me. He's beyond anything that we deserve. And I wanted to remind us here at the end where Yah is in our DNA, literally. He, his signature is in every cell of our human body, every single cell. He is what holds together the DNA, the yod Hey vav Hey, which is grammatically, you know, the Yod is a 10, uh, yod he, the Hey is a 5, the Vav is a 6, the Hey is a 5. That is him here, the A-T-C-G. These are every 10, 5, 6, and 5 acids that hold together our DNA. His name is literally there. The, let's see if I can even say this. I've never been able to say it. Deoxy, deoxyribonucleic acid. Four nucleic acids bind the helixes together by sulfuric bridges in the sequence of, and these are those sulfuric bridges. And we see this in our Colossians 1.16 and 1.17. Because in him were created all that are in the heavens and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or rulerships or principalities or authorities, all have been created through him and for him. And he is before all and in him all hold together. All hold together. So while they're trying to remove the father from everything and they're trying to change even what they are as far as male or female, we see here that they cannot remove him. Here he is. And we have to do everything we can to keep our keep him in us. We just have to. We have to have faith that he has our health, that there isn't any synthetic anything that they can make that can make us better for any reason. Our health, our life, everything, our happiness and joy comes from him. And I think an important thing to remember when we feel alone, when we feel like there is just no one on our side, you can see there is. So I hope this talk has been a blessing for you today. I hope your prep day is wonderful. I pray that you join Robert, Shell, James, and myself this evening as we discuss this week's uh, Torah portion that's titled Bow or Come. And it's a wonderful one. I can't wait to get into it. 
I love the fellowship. I love the gathering. Like I said, we're greater together and we need each other, even if we're just hanging out for a little bit, right? Even if we're just there chatting and discussing the way we would be hanging out if, if we were able to have these, you know, conversations together in each other's living room. You know, there's a lot going on here on Heart of the Tribes, and it's all for the glory of Yahweh and his perfect nature and his perfect love for us. And go be that blessing today to someone. Go make your divine appointment. Go speak his truth. Shalom. Hey!